Thanks for listening to the Shooting Jays podcast. I'm Jessica Snee, along with my co-host, Stephen Thompson. How are you doing today, Steve? Doing good. It's good to be back. How about you? Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited for basketball. It's been a, even though it was a short, you know, stoppage between last year and this year, it's still, it's nice to see uh, some sports on and in today's, you know, world that we got going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice escape. So- yeah, exactly. It absolutely is. And I mean, you know, like I'm a diehard Boston fan as long, same as you, you know, there's nothing like for me and you watching sports, you know, I'll take that over anything, any day of the week. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So yeah, they had a big trade, 14 big blockbuster trade yesterday. Uh, Harden pretty much forced his way out of Houston. Uh, so how it went down was uh, Houston got Victor Oladipo, which they got him because they flipped Karis Levert for him. They also got Dante Exum, Rodian's Curris. And then this is the part Brooklyn doesn't learn. <laughs> they gave him three first-round picks in 2022, uh, 24, and 26. They also have a first-rounder from Milwaukee in 22 that's unprotected. So they have four first-round picks. And they also have four Brooklyn first-round swaps. So it's literally every other year. They, they get a Houston pick, and then they can swap, pick, swap. Literally, eight picks it could be. I guess they didn't learn from that Celtics trade, huh? Unbelievable. <laughs> and then to round it out, the Pacers ended up uh, getting Karis LeVert because, like I said, they flipped Oladipo for him. And they get a second-rounder. And then the Cavs uh, was a surprise team for me to jump in, but they got Jarrett Allen and uh, Torian Prince. So Cavs are loaded at bigs. They got like eight big guys. Oh, I'd like to get Allen somehow if they could. Oh, absolutely. He's very underrated, and he should not be coming off the bench. Mm-mm. He should be a starter. I mean, his numbers would be crazy if he started and got the minutes. Oh, heck yeah. Didn't they? he kill the Celtics on Christmas? Wasn't he one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's great. I liked him, like, I don't know if it was last year or the year before I saw him, and I was like, hmm, I like him. But he's on an expiring contract, too, so um, we – and he makes – I can't remember exactly what he makes, but he makes uh, a little bit less than one of the small trade exceptions we have, I think, for Poirier or Cantor, one of the two. Okay. Um, but we could throw picks at them. You know, to get Jared Allen, seeing he's on his last year of his deal, unless they try to extend him. Yeah, it's tricky. You never know, like, what the other team's thinking. No, and you got to think, I mean, you got to wait a little bit because you want to get the sellers. You know, like Houston Rockets right now, there's complete sellers. They they had Karis LeVert and flipped him for Oladipo, who's on an expiring contract. So he's off the books next year. And then I believe John Wall is how many years? I can't remember how many years John Wall has, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them move him as well. I just think I just think they're gonna load off, and I mean they got eight picks, like I said, until twenty twenty seven. So um, I, if I for, for the Celtics, I would want and look at Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker. Mm. Um, Eric Gordon would be that shooter that we need. And P.J. Tucker is um, a bigger smart, in my, but a better shooter. 
Yeah. He's better shooter than smart. So, and I think those two guys, and you, you can split up a trade, the trade exception. So you could get, you know, a couple different players at only 8 million. Those are the guys you're probably going to end up getting because I don't see too many teams sending out somebody that makes say $26, $26 and want to just get back picks. Right. They can get, they can get better deals somewhere else for sure. So I think they got to look at the lower end, maybe get one or two impact guys, but I don't think they should do it right away either. Uh, This team hasn't been healthy altogether yet. I think we need to see a month or two of them together and see exactly what we need to put us over the edge. Oh, I agree. You know, see Kemba, he's supposed to be back Friday, right? So you got to see. Yeah, they were going to say that, but they were going to, they were, he was supposed to, but uh, Danny Ainge today said he won't play Friday, but it's only because they haven't been able to practice. So that makes sense. You know, he needs needs to practice. So I would think maybe probably another week Hmm. just because of what happened with everybody, all the COVID and stuff like that. No, that's smart. It, like, they're supposed to play Friday now, right? Isn't that the plan? Yeah, Danny Ainge did say that they should be playing uh, Friday because they do have at least eight guys. So everything, everything looks good as long as their tests come back today. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, it's been crazy all over the league, though. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's – I'm surprised that they haven't, you know, shut it down for 10 days, something like that. But – to me, it's hard. How are you going to get all these players to follow the rule? I mean, look at Harden didn't follow the rules. Kyrie didn't follow the rules already. Yeah. So they're making even stricter limitations, and COVID's going crazy everywhere. So, I mean, I think even taking maybe a 10-day off won't even work. No, it won't because they're not going to follow the rules anyway. Right. I mean, and one of their rules is they can't even leave the hotel when they're on the road. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, they make millions of dollars, so I wouldn't be complaining if I just stay in a nice, fancy hotel for the day. No, I mean, they, but they enable the players. Yeah. And that, well, speaking of that, I, I wasn't even going to talk about that, but you're just going to get me going right now. <laughs> I can't stand that players can force their way and get their way to get traded to a team they want to. I think it's bullshit. They're an under – you know what I would do? I know it sucks, but I would sit Harden. I wouldn't play him. If he didn't show up, I'd find him every game. I wouldn't give him what he wanted. The league never used to be like that. No. Could you marry, imagine Bird saying he wants to go somewhere? Come on. <laughs> right. But it's just a completely different league. I mean, I guess, like, you know, because, uh, you know, Bird and them weren't shaking hands and going out to dinner with the opposing teammates back then. Today mm-hmm. it's a – Today it's a buddy buddy world. I mean, if you watch every time they do it, they're slapping each other on the back. The other team, you know, like, hey, good job. Oh yeah, pulling each yeah. other up. <laughs> do not help the other team. No, screw that. Hell no. No, back then they were clotheslining each other. <laughs> oh yeah, and talking shit. You know, oh, yeah. like Bird probably was the best. Yeah, <laughs> he really was. That's what Man, I wish. Says. Could... Oh yeah, everyone used to say he used to completely talk shit, yeah. but he'd back it up. That's the thing. That's why people respected him. You know, uh, I can't remember who it was. It just came out recently, but whoever broke his record in high school or whatever, he's like, he told him, he's like, I'm going to put 40 on you tonight. And he had 40 in the first three quarters and then sat the fourth. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, the Celtics, um, they're actually are in first place right now in the East. Yep. 
So um, that's great. I mean, seven and three, that's really good. And even those games that they lost, I mean, that Detroit game that they lost, I mean, was just ridiculous. Honestly, Detroit came out firing and not missing at all in that first quarter, you know, and we just played horribly. Mm -hmm. I mean, those three games that they lost, they could have won all three of those easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I I like that, that they're they're Mm -hmm. always in it. But the problem with me is they let teams go on these huge-ass runs, whether it's the first quarter or the third quarter or the fourth quarter. You know, they could be up big, and they lose those leads. That scares me. That's the same MO as the past, what, two years? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you can't do that. That's what screwed them in the playoffs last year. I mean, you got to – you just – but, I mean, it's early on, 10 games into the season. I'm not too worried about it. I mean – if you would have looked at the beginning of the year and s- figured out what, if you would have guessed what their record would be, seven, it wouldn't be better than seven and three. No. You wouldn't guess, you know. So, um, so yeah, they're for, the team that's surprising me this year is Toronto. They're two and eight. Yeah, oh, they look horrendous. <laughs> they do. I'm wondering if they're going to be sellers. They could be. Why not? Could, you know? Yeah, I like um, – I mean, I like looking at every team, you know what I mean? Of course, you always like players, but I like um, Boucher or Boucher or whatever his name is. He's, not, he's a good, good player. Yeah. And he'd be a smaller, you know, smaller size player, not like a Pascal or Van Fleet, right. you know. I like Lowry, but they would never get him. Yeah, I do too. I like him. He's, he, he's like smart again, like, you know what I mean, with that toughness and but I do. They score. will get rid of him. I honestly, I think he, he they will get rid of him. I disagree with you. Hmm. I believe he's on the last year of his contract. Oh, I just mean he's not coming here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah gotcha. Trade him for yeah, smart. No, makes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Lowry makes probably double what oh, Smart yeah, makes. Yeah. <laughs> but you could do two separate trades, you know, because you have that player tra- uh, trade player exception, and. You can't add players to that deal, but you could say send the TPE and they, you know, they. I don't know how it exactly would work, yeah. but you could do a separate trade where it's like smart for whoever, maybe even a trade exception. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. they'd have to do it in two deals. Um, so you really got to find somebody that is in sell now mode. You know, you may look at like um, OKC. Some of their players, not their top players, because they've actually been pretty decent this year, but not that I would get it, but like an Al Horford, those kind of players that are older. Um, Houston, and like I said, Toronto maybe sellers. I think those are the three top sellers. Yeah, Oladipo is probably going to get moved. Yeah. I would Tucker imagine. and Gordon. Tucker and Gordon could put give them some good picks and stuff. And that's the thing. I think we... I think we eventually make some kind of deal with Houston, whether it's Oladipo, Gordon, Tucker, give me all three. Um, you know, right. it, they want picks. They want picks. Send Edwards, send Edwards their way. Send Javante. Even if you have to get Naismith to get some of that stuff done, because we're in win now mode, not let's wait three years till he's good. Right. You, you know, depends on which day you talk to Danny. <laughs> he's. He- yeah, exactly. He's kind he's kind of built this team for a couple of years down the road, to be honest, with all the young players. But and I mean, and Brown and Tatum are still very young, you know. But I think what Danny Ainge thinks, and that's 
pretty crazy that I might think what he thinks. Um, but I think he thinks that LeBron, you know, them people will be gone in two, three years, and that will be it'll be then the Celtics will be top of the league. Yeah, that's what I think he thinks. But we're in win now mode. I mean, we went to the Easter Conference Finals three years in a row, and you're going to build for three years from now. That makes no sense to me. And he's got to start giving up picks. Oh, God. He's yeah. got to start giving up picks. That's it. He has to to use that TPE because that's the only thing you can sweeten the deal with is picks. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, think about it. Houston, if they if we traded any kind of deal with Houston, they would get those trade exceptions. However, whatever, you know, say we get Tucker for $7 million. They would have a $7 million trade exception. Hmm. So that helps them, too, in rebuilding. Yeah, Danny so, must be so jealous of Houston with all those picks. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, exactly. He, well, he did. He they pulled the Danny Ainge over there. Yeah, he's like, man, stockpiling them for like a natural disaster or something. It's crazy. <laughs> and he wouldn't move them. Right. Nope. So, like, is smart. He's on his last year of his deal, right? <laughs> I think he has one more year. Oh, okay. I think he has two years, yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he's a movable piece. I mean, his shooting, man, you know, it's just – at the beginning of the year, he said he's going to take better shots, and I don't see that. Mm -mm. I, don't know what, I don't know what his better shots are, but his game offensively is driving and creating, period. That's what he should be doing. Yeah, and he got mad when Pritchard tipped in the game winner. Yeah, how do you, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what is your and why? Problem? But th that's the thing, though. Why is Smart taking a game winning shot? Yeah, yeah. That makes no sense to me. Mm -mm. I mean, he's he's playing. I think is like 33 minutes a game, and he's only mm -hmm. averaging 12 points. You can't oh, have that. No. I mean, in in the same sense, you can look at Pritchard. He's make he's making scoring almost nine points in twenty two minutes. Wow. I you know, I mean, that was a great pick, Richard, man. That was that was a great, great pick. And I know somebody smart wrote an article, you know, draft day and said uh that he was gonna be the the steal of the draft, huh? That was, she was pretty smart. Pretty smart, yeah. Let's see how it goes <laughs> the rest of the year. Yeah, hey, I said the same thing last year about <laughs> Grant Williams. <laughs> Yeah, he's gotten even better. I like him. Yeah, first beginning, first couple games, he looked completely lost and slow, but he's come back to what – last year I loved him. He absolutely was an uh, energizer. He he hustles, you know what I mean? I, I like him too. I like our team. That's the thing. We're just missing like one, one or two small pieces. Yeah, I mean, they either like Tatum and Brown need to like – mold into the closer type quick correct yeah because tatum tatum is supposed to be that guy but he struggled last year at the end of the playoffs like at the end of games mm -hmm. he was horrible within the last five minutes yep you know and him he's gotta too not take these long ass threes at the end of games freaking banking it in and getting lucky you oh know? yeah i mean that was kind of a bad thing that that actually went in <laughs> you know, cause, yeah because it's yeah. gonna make him do you know keep doing it and yeah. it's like brown has been amazing this season oh yeah thank you very yeah. much 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, because think about this. Listen to these stats. It's Tatum averages twenty six point nine points a game. Brown is twenty six point three. Damn. He's less than one point. I mean, come on. <laughs> then you go rebounds. Tatum is seven point one. Brown is six point two. So he's one less rebound, and he's playing shooting guard. You know what I mean? Tatum's yeah. playing power forward mm-hmm. and stuff. And then their assists. Assist is Tatum's 3.8 and Brown's 3.5. Wow. They literally almost have the exact same numbers. That's you know, crazy. I don't think a lot of fans thought Brown could be like that when he was drafted. No, you know, a lot of people wanted healed over him, but I mean, I don't know what healed's doing this year, but I guarantee you it's not better than Brown. And Brown no. plays, and Brown oh, plays man. defense. Brown plays great defense. He's always playing their best, the best player on the other team. Mm-hmm. So for him to be able to offensively do exactly um, to a T almost what Tatum's doing, but then playing that lockdown defense, so far this year, he's been the Celtics' best player. And I'll fight oh, yeah. anybody with that. <laughs> so did, <laughs> did Brown and Tatum tested positive? Did Brown or is it more like a – no? Not to Brown didn't Tatum did he was just close contact. Okay, yeah. So how is Tatum gonna look when he comes back? Exactly. I mean, Smart had it last no part of last season, and he came back fine. So I mean, I think these athletes that you know what I mean they they keep their bodies completely healthy. You know what I mean? They do so much that I mean, who knows though? Some people like um, for instance, for baseball, you know, look at Rod Rodriguez. Yeah. He got that heart condition from it, you know? So it's, you got to be careful, but you're right. You know, how does he come back? I think he'll be fine. I just think, I hate to say this, but I honestly think he needs his ego knocked down a little bit. Oh, heck You yeah. know, I think he's too cocky right now. And he needs to humble himself a little bit to be that, you know, be more like Brown. Brown, you know what I mean? He's not, he doesn't brag, but he's passionate and, uh, wow. I don't know, but I do love this team. I really do, and I can't wait for Kemba to come back because then you got Teak, Smart, and Pritchard coming off the bench. That's a great mm-hmm. second unit. Yeah. You know, because Smart can play uh, small, you know, wing. He's big, and, you know, he plays power forwards and stuff like that. So, you know, you probably go Teague at point, and then you got Pritchard at shooting guard because, man, that kid can shoot. Woo. Oh, heck yeah. So – when everyone's healthy, do you think Smart plays less? I think he comes off the bench, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be Kemba. Oh, wait a minute, actually. So, we got Kemba. You know for sure it's Kemba, Brown, Tatum, those three. Mm-hmm. And then it's probably Tristan Thompson to start. So, yeah, that shooting guard spot kind of is open. Because I don't like that Daniel Tice and Thompson combo together. That's not working. Mm-mm. It's just not. Um, and Tice this year, he's been kind of different. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't been like he was. Well, like he was last year. I mean, I mean, he, it, the same difference. He's getting four fouls just walking into the court. But <laughs> I, I mean, as far know, as just like why he gets treated like that, I know it, it's un, it's unbelievable. And you, I mean, sometimes he fouls, but I mean, you look at a lot of that stuff, and he does. How is he supposed to even play defense? with the right. what they're doing you know just let them score just let them go i mean oh it's it, ridiculous it's crazy. but yeah you 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 do offer a good point right there because 
you get Kemba in there, but who's going to start it? They'll probably have Smart, actually. I think he'll, he'll probably get less minutes, to answer your question. But I think he may start. So you'll get a Kemba Smart, uh, Brown, Tatum, Thompson starting five. But then you still got Jeff Teague and Pritchard coming off the bench along with uh, Tice, Rob Williams, Grant Williams. Yeah. Semi, Semi's been great this yeah, year, what the, man. What the heck happened? I can't <laughs> – I, I know. The other day I was like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but he's doing well. Yep, <laughs> if he absolutely. can knock down that three with consistency – because he's great on defense. He's very good on defense. So if he can knock down that three, he does get playing time. And he's playing for a contract. This is his last year, too. <laughs> so he's playing for that con, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good for – I mean, we're literally, like I just said, we're probably, what, 11, 12 deep right there? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's crazy. Um, Rob Williams has been great this year. He needs more time. He should start maybe. Yeah, Brown you know, will probably change it up. I doubt he'll be like consistent. Yeah, I think it'll be it. it'll be depending on the matchup. I think Thompson could start, Tice could start, or Williams could start at the you know at the center position, depending on the matchup. You know, if you get like if you're playing Embiid, you're gonna want Thompson in there. Yeah. You know, you're playing somebody else a little bit smaller. You're gonna want Rob Williams. I mean, but was it last year? I think it was last year. Kemba. It was either Kemba or Smart had great pick and rolls with Rob Williams, you know? So if you can get that, I mean, that was, they're dangerous doing that. I mean, oh, he's a yeah. finisher around the rim. Yeah. If smart Ooh. plays in West, I'm curious to see how he reacts. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it'd be too bad. I mean, he come, he, he came off the bench his whole career, you know? I mean, I think he'll still be in there at the end of games, you know what I mean? Cause we need that his defense, but, but maybe not. I mean, if he's having a bad night, you throw Pritchard out there to end the game. Yeah, like how do you take him off the court? Yeah, I mean, it, Pritchard. Like, he wow. is. He's not as big as Smart, but he has a lot of similarities to him defensive wise. He hustles. He does throw himself on the floor. You know what I mean? But he's got a better shot. Mm-hmm. He's you know he's just he's uh, he's better offensively a lot than oh, smart holy heck yeah yeah you know so i mean i think i think at first you'll start smart you know because you need scoring off the bench that's my problem mm-hmm. is if you put smart on the bench you're not getting that offense that you need off the bench if you've got smart starting with kemba brown and tatum he doesn't need to be offensive he just needs his defense right so i think him coming off the bench with teague teague is a great pickup you know he's He's definitely going to be better than Wanamaker, and he's got that experience. You know what I mean? He's been in the league for years. I will, I always wanted him when he was down in Atlanta. I wanted them Celtics to pick him up, but oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's very smart, and he's actually his shot is pretty good, man. He was swishing some threes uh, quite a bit. How's his ankle? I think he's fine because didn't he play the last game, or he was supposed to play the last game that got canceled? So he's. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. Like, Kemba was supposed to come back, but because of the COVID, mm-hmm. you know, they haven't practiced. But that's okay. That gave him another week of rest on that knee. Oh, heck yeah. He was you know, was and same with February same anyways, with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same with Teague, though, too. You know what I mean? It gives them that. The ones that are injured, it gives them that rest. So, literally, when we come back, we're completely healthy. Yeah. One through 17. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and with Dane, I mean... 
Tremont Waters, I like him. He's not going to have an impact on this team, though. Taco, I like him. He's just not – he's not going to be NBA-ready anytime soon, you know. I mean, to be to be in a rotation during the playoffs, yeah, it's not. Yeah. You know, matter of fact, it pissed me off when we probably lost that Toronto game in the playoffs when they had Taco come in just for the pass. You know, uh, he – I don't know. I know he's tall and stuff like that, but – he didn't play at all that game. You're going to come in, you know what I mean? Just put Tatum on him or, I mean, I know it was a lucky shot and hmm. stuff like that, but I'm just not going to bring in somebody that's fresh off the bench in the last one second of a game. Right. They're not, you know, their head's not in. They're not, I mean, all he had to do literally was stand there and try to get the ball. I get that. <laughs> but I just don't think you should have switched. You, to me, I want somebody more athletic out there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. To do that, you know, but. But, yeah, Pritchard's been – I like him a lot. Um, like I said, I, we need bench scoring, so that's why I keep him on the bench. But I wouldn't be shocked this year at some point that he starts and Smart goes back to the bench. Right. Oh, it needs to happen. You know? like, like you said, like Smart, he thinks he's a like bona fide scorer and he, he is anything but <laughs> – See, the thing with him is sometimes he can be a good shooter. Yeah. And that's what he needs to learn, though. When he – if he – like, beginning of the game, if he goes and knocks down a three, he's got a good game. It's just how it works with Smart. He's going to probably knock two or three in a row down. But on the oh. games, he comes out and misses, you know, completely misses three, four, five times in a row, and he keeps shooting. That's not what you do. You drive to the hole. Mm-hmm. But that's Brad, you know, then you, you know, Brad's like, oh, if you're open, shoot it. Yeah. 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 I did. See, I disagree. I think you go to the hole and then you'll have a Brown or a Tatum or, you know, a Kemba that's open for a three. I'd rather any of them three take a three than smart. Yeah. And it's tricky, though, because if you're the other team, like, who do you want shooting? (laughs) Right. Well, they want smart shooting. That's exactly who they want shooting, you know. But, and that's the thing, though, too, if they're down and you get a score. You're taking Marcus Smart out and you're putting Pritchard in at the end of a game if you need to score, in my yeah. opinion. Because mm-hmm. if you, you should. need to score, Smart's defense doesn't mean a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? uh, what's up with Neesmith? Is it just the defense? Uh, I don't, we haven't even really been able to get a good look at him, you know what I mean, on the floor, but he kind of looks lost out there in the few minutes he's getting. I mean, it's hard when you only get a couple minutes in there a game, you know? I mean, you can't find a rhythm, you can't. It's hard, but I just don't – Brad seeing something in de- in practice that is holding him back, hmm. you know, which kind of stinks. Which, you know, I don't agree with because, if you know, like you said, we're playing in for two to three years from now. Get his ass in there. <laughs> if he's yeah, gonna, get him some experience. Exactly. You know, if he's going to struggle, have it now when you're, quote, not really going for it. You got to see right. what you got. Like, say he's not the answer. You got to know now so you can, you know, trade him if him. you need to in a deal. Yep, exactly. And, you know, he can't be just going in there at blowout games at the end of a couple minutes at the game. That's not that's not game, game play. You know what I mean? The game's over. You're not playing hard. It's not like, you know what I mean, going in a tie game with four minutes left in the game and you're going in. It's different. It's just different when you're blown out. It's – it's yeah. like a summer league game. Yeah, there's no pressure. Like like you said when you wrote, you know, he can shoot. Like, get him out there and just worry about the offense right now. Right. 
figure I mean, out the defense during practice or whatever. And yeah, and the yeah. defense will come. Yeah. The defense will come. He's because he's that very athletic and he's long. That you know what I mean. He has a quick recovery time. He will. He can, especially you know, you got Brown and Smart, Tristan. You know what I mean. All those guys that can help him with the defensive side. I think he'll be fine that way. I think it's just getting him in in real game time situations and playing them. You know. Yeah, I mean Brown and Tatum when they both first got here, they weren't great at defense. Well, Brown was. Brown was yeah. good, but Tate, Tatum's grown a lot. Yeah. Um, because that was like Brown's <laughs> MO was more defense than offense. But I mean he's come along. And believe me, I you know me, president of the Brown Club, but <laughs> I loved him coming out of college, but I'll be completely honest, I didn't expect him to become so good on offense too. You know, oh, averaging did. 26, yeah. 26 plus a game. That's crazy now. So knock that. He's literally, he's one of the best two-way players in the game. He really is. Yeah, I mean, I was and, thinking 18 to 20 a game for him. Yeah, right. You know. But 26, I mean, literally, like I said, he's literally less than one point in points, <laughs> rebounds, and assists to Tatum. And Tatum's supposed to be a superstar, right? So where's the Brown superstar talk? Yeah, if they both you know. get there, look out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in the future, I mean, we got them locked down. I mean, Tatum and Brown are going to be top two or three, you know, duos in the league, if they're not already. I mean, people yeah. say Kawhi and Paul George. I think Brown and Tatum are better only for the fact of Paul George, not because mm -hmm. of Kawhi, you know. Yeah. I'd put them up against them any day, Tatum and Brown against them. Yeah, Paul George isn't as consistent. And ever since he had that injury in Indy and then got out of there, he hasn't he hasn't been completely the same. Right. Oh, and some, yeah. You know, some players can be great and be superstars, but they can't be clutch in playoff time when you need it. You know, Kawhi, right. completely clutch. Paul George, absolutely not. He shoots like smart in the playoffs, to be honest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's on it's my like, fantasy team. He better not. <laughs> well, he'll get you points. You're fine. It's not you don't play fantasy in the playoffs, so you're oh, good. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Celtics. I mean, they look good. I can't wait for Kemba to come back because that's that's just completely different. I mean, look at us. We're seven and three now without Kemba. That's a huge addition. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and that's another reason switching a little track but that's another reason why i didn't want harden so much kemba in that locker room is huge hmm. it really is i mean do you ever hear anything bad about that celtics locker room since kemba's been here not once mm -mm. and you look at all these other teams you know what i mean the nets and houston all these they got issues that i, I that's why i like this team they're so they're together and they've been together you know minus a few pieces they've been together for two or three years so yeah I mean, edwards can go um you really can't get rid of waters or taco because they're on two-way deals so you're not gonna be able to mm -hmm. trade for somebody else with them too yeah but i mean javante i like him but he's not anywhere in the future for us no um those are the two that i if we i think we need to add one or two small pieces and those are the two i two i get rid of because yeah, semi you have to wave them or whatever Either cut him or you could just trade yeah. him for a little trade exception. 
you know, like we did Poirier and Cantor. Yeah. I mean, I wish, I wish Danny would take more trade exceptions than picks. I mean, those are more important because you know when you're trading what you're getting. Right. Yeah. Your picks, he usually misses on half of them. <laughs> so it's like 50-50, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, Brown and Tatum and Grant Williams and Pritchard, those are good picks. He hits good picks, but he doesn't need three first-rounders every year. <laughs> nah, I mean, and he doesn't have them anymore. Outside of the top five, usually the draft's kind of a crapshoot anyways. No, I say – see, I, I disagree a little bit with that. I want to say – I want to say you get top three players that you know absolutely. And then from four to, like, say, 20, you're taking chances, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some players that you know are going to be good. Like, one of the guys I liked in the draft that I wanted them to take was Sadiq Bay. He's yeah. a ready NBA ready now, and he's playing great. Um, same with Maxi, the shooter. See, mm-hmm. wish they would have taken – I mean, I may regret this later because we don't know about Naismith. But I would have liked Maxi here. I mean, he's averaging 11 points in Philly off the bench. And, I mean, he's a shooter. I know you don't like it because he went to Kentucky, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, no, I like to – I mean, Naismith, we can't give up on him 10 games into the first year. You know what I mean? So. No, I mean, like I guess I want to see what he can do. Exactly. and But that's one problem with Brad is those kind of players, he doesn't really play in real game – I mean, game situations. It's usually blowouts at the end of game get in there. Yeah. That's not that's not how you, they're going to be able to learn and grow. I mean, especially you know, now I take, with COVID. And... Yeah, because that's the thing. So many people go out, then you're throwing Naismith, say, because you have eight players, you're throwing him in the starting lineup, and he's not, he's right. not used to that competitiveness. You know, yeah. He's not played a like, really competitive NBA game. It's right. not like college anymore. You know, it's very different. And a lot of guys come from college and they can't translate. They just, for some reason, they can't translate their game. Like Edwards is one. I really, mm. I don't even understand why he's on the team still. I just. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty high on him. I was, I absolutely. Yeah. yeah, him and Waters, I said. I called, called like, wasn't it Grant, Edwards, and Waters? I called all of them at the same time, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, you look at him, though, that, that national tournament. What, he go for, like, 44 points one game? I mean. If you're going to go for 44 points and be hitting that deep, you think that would translate to the NBA. It's a shot. You know, it's not that you got to change anything, but I think he's too short. Right. I think, you know, I think he's having problems with the length in the NBA, to be honest. Makes sense, totally. Yeah. And that's, again, why Waters, too, will struggle. I mean, I like him a lot, but, he's again, he's too small. What is it with Danny and getting small point guards? <laughs> Jeez. How tall's Oladipo? Like six two, six three, maybe? Uh, uh yeah, I'm not sure on that one. I don't think he's what is super that? tall. So. No, he's not at all. But he's in. a shooting guard. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but the thing is, is I look at come playoff time, you know. Mm-hmm. It, the regular season and playoffs are completely different, completely different games. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I'd like to see these young guys get in there so that if we need them, somebody gets hurt, COVID, and you need them down the road, they have experience and they're not being thrown in, you know, game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals and you haven't thrown in somebody that hasn't played all year. Yeah, that's not fair. I mean, obviously you, know, you do it because you're a pro, but 
yeah. get him in. But you know, if... some of the thing Brad. I mean, I like Brad as a coach. I really do. But uh, he's not perfect. There are several different things I wish he would change. Like especially when other teams go on runs and he just doesn't call a timeout. I don't get that. I've never gotten that. No. Uh-uh. That's like Doc Rivers. Like, you'd score six points in a row or whatever. Timeout? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, but, and I don't even think it needs to be six points. Maybe you can go ten, yeah. but don't be letting these right. people go on 17-point runs and then calling the timeout. Yeah. Like I, get, I get throwing them out there and letting them figure it out themselves. I do. But it, at ten points, ten points in a row – I think you need a timeout. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. your guys are young, too. They're not, you know, you got Thompson and Teague and Kemba, you know, that are really only guys that have been in the league for years and years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let the young kids play. Why not? No, but I mean, I'm talking about timeout-wise and letting them play. And when oh, yeah. it goes running, up, yeah. I'm saying most of the guys on that team are young. It's not just figure it out. Right. Oh, you know, yeah, just, definitely. Yeah. You need to coach. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> the other thing that pisses me off about Brad is he doesn't get pissed off. Mm-mm. He doesn't argue with the reps. He, I mean, you got to. Everybody else in the league does. You know, he just oh, sits there. It's tough to talk to you know, with the mask on. Like, is he even yelling at the refs? Right. He's, no, he no. he never does, though. That's the thing, and that's why he, he needs to get fired up. Because you know what? When a coach gets fired up like that, the team gets fired up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just like when Smart makes a great defensive player charge, that gets the team going. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you know, he needs to do. He definitely needs to be. He's not in college anymore. Mm-mm. You know, he's not – and get he a needs to... for the team. Yeah. Exactly. Get thrown out of a game once in a while. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Look at the best coach, Phil, coaches, Phil Jackson, Pop. They they get it after the refs. Oh yeah. You know, if you're gonna get calls your way, you gotta get after them. Steve Kerr. You know, like you can't have Nick Nurse over here going freaking crazy, and well, you're doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's one good thing about Toronto looking so bad is. Yeah, him. Nick Nurse. I can't see I can't him. See him. Me yeah. neither. Uh, although, you know what? If he was our coach, we'd probably love him. That's kind of how it is. But, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I yeah. don't like him either. Spolstra's another one I don't like. Really? Oh, I like Yeah, him. maybe it's just because of our, you know, our duels with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh and stuff, you know, when he first came up. But, yeah, you know, I mean. I, I like, he's pretty underrated as a coach, I think. Supposed to? No, he's not underrated. Everybody knows he's good. But speaking of Miami, though, what's happening with them? Four and five? Oh, yeah. Well, too. And now uh, I just traded for Butler, so that's cool. But he's, <laughs> he's out with COVID. Oh, is he? So, yes. Yeah. Almost everybody good is. But Oh, yeah. yeah. I just think that with Miami, the reason they're four and five is because last year was very different. You know, being in that bubble, having no fans. Um, you know, boo you say you're in Boston, you know, Duncan Robinson and her hero or hero, whatever the hell his name is, yeah. they're not gonna go off like they did. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? There's a difference when there's no fans and then you got in the you're in the garden. Well, I still call it the garden. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very different. So Oh, they just caught I, lightning in a bottle, you know. Yeah. And the thing is too, that they got tape now on Robinson and Hero. Mm-hmm. So People know how to guard them, and I so that's why I think they're struggling. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to be like a contender. They'll be in the playoffs, right. but I don't think they're going to be a contender. 
Oh, I, I literally it. think yeah. there's only four teams in the East, possibly. And that's Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, and Brooklyn. Those are yeah. the four teams. Oh, Brooklyn, I, I don't totally. think just because of the playoffs. But in Milwaukee, they haven't looked that great. I mean, they've looked good, but not as good as I thought they would with adding uh, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, like, if they would have got um, Bogdanovich, though, my God. Oh, now he yeah, hurt, he got but... hurt, though. He's out for yeah. the year now, right? Oh, not he's, year. He's, he's not for, for the while, year. But... Yeah, I got him on my fantasy team, so he better oh. come back. <laughs> I know. Good thing for the IR, though. You oh. actually – it doesn't yeah. even help me. You should, you should look at my fantasy team. My four guys that are on my bench are all out, 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 out. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, well, I don't have to trade my, switch my players up because <laughs> they're oh. all out. But you know what's messed up, though? I got rid of one of them on my and uh that was out and i got rid of obi topin and then he plays last night oh yeah, i was like you gotta be shitting me <laughs> yeah i have um what warner from indy but he's out so yeah yeah in the first warner. couple games oh. he didn't look that good he's another one that i'm keeping yeah. my eye on that i think was good in the bubble oh heck yeah yeah he was going nuts yeah you know who i'm glad for though with this whole big 14 trade is karis levert He's going to get his shot now. You know what I mean? He was coming off the bench in Brooklyn. Look at what he did in the bubble last year. He was great. So I'm glad he's going to get his shot in Indy. And Indy's a playoff team. You know what I mean? They got, they're got they a playoff team still. And it was a smart move because Oladipo was expiring. So they have Karis LeVert for three years. Man, wow. Yeah, that's a wicked good move. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good for Houston, too, because they're rebuilding and Oladipo's expiring. So, I mean... It's great. I think Houston's following Boston's plan, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do a bunch of trade exceptions here and get those. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for it. You should know, like, around the break, like, what, yeah. what each team's going to do, and then you'll probably have a surprise move that no one saw coming. Yeah, because you got to, like I said, you got to, with the exception war, you've got to look at teams that are selling and want to rebuild, right? Because mostly you, they get the exception and mm-hmm. picks that's what it that's what it's going to come down to so you need a team that's selling and you never know who's going to be selling you yeah. know i mean look uh-huh. at look at uh washington they thought they would be good with freaking westbrook and beal that ain't happening <laughs> right. you know yeah. do they trade beal probably not but we can't we can't get him unless we do a kind of i don't even think we can get him because he's too much for the tpe so yeah he's like 28 million or something right no, he's more than that because our exception's twenty eight point five. Wow. I think he's like just like a million or so over it. Not, <laughs> not very much. Can he redo wow. his contract? Could he do redo his contract to get it under twenty eight point five to be traded? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know because him and football, but I don't know if the NBA does that. Yeah, because him and Tatum, Dendum, are really good friends, and him and Brown are good friends too. Oh. So. That would could you imagine getting Beal? I mean, you could trade a couple of players for him. I don't see. I still don't. Th- you can't add players, remember, to the TPE. You could do a separate oh, no. trade. Yeah, separate. Like if you don't use that TPE. Oh yeah, but then you got to match salaries. Almost thirty. Yeah. You know, thirty million. You've got to trade Brown or Tatum. So no. Oh, no. You know that's why I was saying. Can he restructure it to make a little? <laughs> I bet you he would do that, though. I bet you he would sacrifice one to two million to be on a contender and not in Washington. Yeah, that's interesting. 
You know, could you imagine a Kemba, Beal, Brown, and Tatum four? Man. Yeah. That would be nasty, but that's dreaming. That's dreaming big. Because if oh, we go yeah. over, I think it's if we go over 20 using that TPE, it hard caps us. Mm. So it depends. Does Danny want ours to be hard capped or what, you know? That's why I think they'll do a couple smaller deals, you know, a guy for eight, 12 million here, eight, you know, like I said, Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, they fit, I think one's 12 and one's seven. Oh, That'd be go. perfect. Yep. Yeah. And the, they would fill a need like that wing would be Tucker and Eric Gordon is our shooter. <laughs> yeah. Tucker is a problem. <laughs> I love him. I've always liked him. I wanted I wanted the Celtics to sign him back before um, he went to Houston. Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I've always liked him. But, I mean, uh, I'm happy basketball's back. I'm hoping they, they play tomorrow. Me too. So you got the Bruins you know, I miss, tonight, them tomorrow. Yes. Yes, Bruins tonight. Go Bees, right? Yeah, back into the swing of sports, hopefully. Then we get yeah baseball training camp stuff's coming right up and yeah Super Bowl is gonna be here ending so yeah. I actually you know what's funny is I actually like that they didn't start till December because that lets me focus on football mm-hmm. yep and then you start the basketball and hockey and then you don't get that lull where there's no sports at all you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I like it I like it better that way I'm sure they're not gonna keep it that way but. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll figure it out that it works better that way. Yeah, I'm curious to see how ratings and stuff do with how they've changed things. Yeah, ratings are going to be hard. I mean, they're losing ratings. I don't want to get into all that, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're definitely losing ratings. But us diehards are still always going to be there, you know? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. You know, like me, yelling at my TV every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. I do. I've woken my daughter up a couple times yelling at the TV. And, but I'm always like that. I'm like that bench coach. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's yeah. bullshit call. You know, yeah. Especially with the refs with Tice. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> I want to go through my screen. Yeah, and if I watch games because like, of like, you know, fantasy implications, like you, you yeah. get into it for that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, not that we're, because we're talking about basketball here, but that's why yeah. I love football. You know, for fantasy, because, you know, like you, you same thing with you. You watch the red zone and you see all the plays. And I just, I like, I wish they would do something like that for basketball, but I think it's kind of harder to do that. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. You know, but. All right. Well, hey. Cool. We uh, definitely are starting back up when the podcast is going to be every week. Uh, Do you want to let everybody know where they can find you, Steve? Yeah, Twitter, um, S. Thompson 603. The other podcast, Boston Sports BLZ. And uh, Die Hard Boss Fans. And then we're on Facebook too with Die Hard Boston Sports Fans and Boston Sports Blitz. Yeah, oh, the website too, dieHardBostonSportsFans.com. So, I was going to say, you're the owner yeah. of the site and you're not even going to mention it. <laughs> yeah, a little rusty. Uh, yeah, it's okay. We got to get back in the in the you know the rhythm of things again. So, uh, yeah, you can find me at at Jessica Snee on Twitter. You can find the podcast page is at Shooting Jays. Um, also, Facebook. You can find me. I'm also a lead Celtics writer for diehard Boston sports fans. So uh, check all those out. Every single one of them. They're great. 
and uh, Steve will hopefully have a game, couple games to talk about next time. Heck yeah. Looking <laughs> forward to it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next time on the Shooting Jays podcast.